It must be 10 years ago, maybe more, when Overdrive, Brian Smith and I, were competing in a Dutton rally. Dutton rallies were glorified club racing where over a period of two or three days you went to a series of racetracks, drag strips, hill climbs and skid bands to compete in a variety of events. We were a bit laid back. We chose novelty cars. One year was a Volvo station wagon. Another year was a Mitsubishi Magna. Now, one time we were waiting to compete at the Eastern Creek Raceway on a very small figure eight circuit when ahead of us was a young lady in a rally Corolla. Compared to our mellow approach, she was focused and clearly very determined. She punted the Corolla around the circuit with engines screaming and wheels throwing up dirt and mud. It was Molly Taylor who has gone on to have an international career in world rallying. She's back in Australia rallying a Subaru in the Australian Rally Championship and she joins us on the line now. Molly, thank you very much for your time. Thank you for having me. I think you've just finished a round of the Australian Rally Championship where you came second. Are you and the team settling into that competition? Yeah, you're right. Uh, We had the fourth round of the Australian Rally Championship last weekend in South Australia and, um, you know, it was a fantastic event and for us to get our first podium on the Australian Series um, with the Subaru Do Motorsport team was, yeah, a really, really exciting event and it's been, um, you know, it's been a fantastic season so far, so uh, things just keep getting better and better. I think Subaru hasn't officially been in Australia rallying as much now. I think it's more focused now with your driving. Yeah, look, uh, Subaru was heavily involved in the Australian Rally Championship, you know, about 10 years ago. And so it's been a bit of a break and it's fantastic for Subaru to come back into the sport and growing up. You know, I, I would watch uh, Cotton Bourne and Cody Crocker and Dean Herridge competing in the official factory team. So for me now to be in that position um, and be working with Subaru is, as a profession, is uh, really a dream come true. Indeed, they are some great names in the past there, and as you say, continuing that tradition is fantastic. You went to school in Adelaide, but you had a, an initial lover, a different kind of horsepower. Yeah, actually, it was Armadale. I went to, to school in New South Wales, um, and yeah, I was obsessed with horses growing up, so um, you know, I always wanted to, to be an Olympic event, and that was my dream when I was you know, really young, um, but as soon as I... I had the opportunity, thankfully, um, through my, my father who was running a rally school um, at the time about when I was getting my P-plates. And so um, I had the opportunity to, to drive a rally car and um, I'd grown up around the sport, so I'd always be exposed to it. But having that experience of being able to get behind the wheel myself, um, you know, that really lit the fire and uh, I've been doing it ever since. I remember sitting in the first car before I got my licence I mean, after not being a kid, being transported around, but at a motor show and thinking I could could end up controlling this wonderful thing, be it a horse or be it a car, that has such ability to run so fast and so well. Was that a thrill you felt? Yeah, I think I I suppose I've always been a bit of an adrenaline junkie and now I'm just a competitive person, I guess. You know, I I love the the challenge of sport and working really hard and putting in... um, a lot of dedication and focus to to achieving something and that buzz, um, you know, when you achieve it is, is very addictive and particularly in rallying, you know, the, the thrill of driving a, a rally car on gravel is, is pretty difficult to describe, um, you know, it's something that, yeah, it's, it's just very addictive. I rallied at a very club level for a little while, by no means near to your level. Uh, with your father's rally school, did you actually teach there? I did, yeah. I started um, on weekends, uh, you know, picking up the witches' hats and, and cleaning the cars. They were my first job. <laughs> but from there, you know, I started working there and uh, it was a fantastic way to spend 
some some time. Um, you know, lunchtime I used to be able to go and do a bit of driving myself, and then um, I started working as an instructor there as well um, as I started rallying. So um, you know, that was a fantastic experience uh, for me growing up. It's always an interest to me how people react to others. You were very young, and which is fantastic. How how did people who come along to try and learn a rally school uh, relate to you? Did and your youth and that were they? out to try and press you? I, th- I can think of a few blokes that might want to show off <laughs> in that regard. Oh, look, I mean, you know, 90% of the time, you know, everyone's there to, to experience rallying and get that same adrenaline rush that, that we're all hooked on. Um, so, you know, most people are there to enjoy the day and respect um, the people that, that you know, are in, in the cars teaching them some how to drive. Certainly, um, you know, it's enjoyable at the end of the day. We, we normally swap over and um, take the the participants for a hot lap where we drive. So that's that's always <laughs> a good bit of a wren sometimes. But, um, you know, look, it, it's such a fantastic sport to share and seeing that buzz on people's faces when they experience the same thing that, that we've fallen in love with. Um, you know, that's a pretty pretty cool feeling. Was it nice to be able to say to Dad, if you wanted to then go and compete, hey, can I borrow the work car for the weekend? <laughs> Did that... Oh look, I, I wish I wish that was possible, but um, you know the, the the cars that are for the school were were kept for the school mainly, um, you know, and they've mm. got a job to do. And uh, they were um, you know proper four wheel drive turbo rally cars, uh, you know, like the Subaru WRX. Um, and at that time when I was starting, I was actually my first rally car was a Holden Gemini, so I very much started off you know the apprenticeship at the at the the lower level, um, and I really had to earn the the right to do to compete in a, in a faster car. I think you sold your horse to buy your first car, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I did actually sold uh, sold one horsepower for a hundred, so it's a pretty good deal. A hundred. Well, things have grown <laughs> since then too, haven't they? <laughs> yes, certainly have. You did a lot in Australia. You achieved a lot there, and and we could spend all our time talking about that, and that would be fantastic. But I want to talk about the decision to go overseas and rally there. Was that inevitable? Did you always see that as your goal? Initially, when I when I first started, but I guess um, you know I'm sort of I guess a, an all or nothing personality. So when I started competing, I wanted to to do more, and uh, I you know I was quite young at the time, and I really wanted to go over and, and compete against the world's best young drivers just to see you know how good I was and to benchmark myself. So I I figured that it was now or never, and if I wasn't going to go now, you know I would I would always wonder. So. It was not a very for me not a very difficult decision to make. It, looking back, it was a bit crazy what I what I decided to do, but I'm really glad I did it. And you know, every opportunity that's come on year on year has been because of that decision to to step outside my comfort zone and, and try something foreign. You see, I love that you really are making a huge decision. How did you choose where to go, and what what was your first location? I, I got in touch with the, some organisers in the British Rally Championship. At the time, they had a one make series going with a Suzuki Swift so it was a pretty much a standard car with some additions to, to make the car safe on, on gravel but you know it was a cheap entry point and all the cars were exactly the same so that's a fantastic place to, to learn your craft against people that are driving identical cars so um, that was my first protocol. I did the British Rally Championship for two years uh, and then had the opportunity with uh, Pirelli to compete in the what was effectively the Junior World Rally Championship. Well, it means going over you know, a whole new country uh, and setting up. Uh, it's an interest to me, not just you know, how good you drive, and that's obvious, but also that whole thing of disruption and getting set up. There must have been a huge amount of learning and experience 
outside the race, you know, the, the actual rally that was part of your development? Oh, definitely. You certainly, um, you know, grow up quite fast, I think, and, and rallying in general in a sport like that does teach you a lot about life. It's not just driving the car, it's, uh, you know, developing the partners and the sponsors to make it happen, to getting the car ready, to the logistics of organising an event, to, you know, putting together a team of volunteers and managing other people and, you know, dealing with all those highs and lows that come with the sport as well. So it's certainly, um, you know, it's a very all-encompassing sport and, I mean, for me, it completely took over my life. Um, but, you know, I, I even started uni and, and dropped out of uni to go over to the UK to, to compete. But I think the life lessons that I'd learned from doing all of that, you know, I, I think I've taken a lot more away from that. I, I think that's interesting, isn't it? That rallying, as many racing, of course, is a lot to concentrate. And I suppose you really have to be concentrating on what you've got for the moment, even though there's a whole pile of other things that may be on your mind. For example, a mate of mine was once a professional golfer, not a big name by any means. And he said, we see these big names and we think of pressure as putting for a million dollar paycheck. He said his real pressure was when he was in New Zealand and he was putting to win enough money to pay his airfare home. (laughs) There's so many outside pressures can you compartmentalize those as you, uh, so that when you get into the car, you, you must focus purely on that? Yeah, I mean, that is, that is one of the, the difficult things about, about rallying. It's very much a mental sport and you have to switch everything off, off and focus 100% on the road ahead of you when it gets to that. And I mean, that's something that, that isn't easy to do and it's something that, you know, I'm always working on and always improving. Yeah, that's certainly something that doesn't, doesn't just, you know, happen, happen overnight, but... Um, I think for me it was, you know, about being there because I really wanted to be there and I love the sport and having this drive and determination to, to make things happen even if you, know, you didn't have enough money or you had to sleep in the car some nights and things like that. You know, whatever you had to do, it, you do it because you absolutely love the sport and then I think making sacrifices then becomes a lot easier and having that focus becomes a lot easier because you've got that, that real genuine motivation. You present very elegantly, but you had to say, of course, that you know you had to muck in. This is not the the super uh, rich rally teams where <laughs> the drivers are fated. I, I think you were quite the mechanic a bit on, on occasions. Yeah, I, I started off, um, you know, into the UK. I was very lucky to have um, the support of a, a team that were running the Suzuki Swifts, but I did a lot of the preparation myself because I didn't have the money to to pay someone. But, you know, I think that's something about rallying and, and all rally drivers, really. You know, when you're out on the stages and in between the stages, it's just you and your co-driver uh, in the car. So if something goes wrong, you have to, to know how to fix it and you have to get your hands dirty and you're only going to let yourself down if you're not, um, you know, committed on every level. So that's something that I love about rallying. It's, um, I don't think there's really any room for divas in um in the sport, so everyone's very genuine, everyone loves the sport, and we'll all pitch in and help each other. That whole thing of the rally environment, on a circuit you get to the limit and you stay there, I I don't want to uh, trivialise it, it's very important, but it's a very familiar environment where you perfect the driving around each corner, and if you don't get it quite right, you do the corner again pretty soon, but rallying... It's happening so fast that occasionally you might overcook it. And, of course, you're going along a very long event. Now, modern rallying gives you more familiarity with very detailed notes. Yet, is it that thrill of almost the unexpected and coping with 
a different situation that really gives you a buzz? Yeah, I suppose there's a lot more unknowns um, in rallying, a lot more variability within the stages. Um, and, uh, you know, as you say, you're not, it's not a circuit. You're re- repeating all those corners over and over. So, um, you know, I think circuit has, you know, is really challenging, but on, a, I guess, a different, you know, a different level. You've got um, need to be so precise in the race craft and other cars around you, whereas in rallying, it's just you. So you don't have to worry about where everyone else is on the track, but you've also got the group changing every corner. Every corner is different. Um, and you've got that trust and relationship between driver and co-driver. So the, the challenge of rallying and being able to, to judge the grip on every corner and the speed of every corner and, and to get it just right um, is a very difficult thing to do, but it's an you know, incredible challenge. And when you get it right, it's you know, a massive buzz. So there's always, always a target and always you know, something to look forward to. I know if I'm driving any car and it, and it slips or skids unexpectedly, I get that butterfly in the stomach. <laughs> you must have... You must have gone beyond that. It must be, uh, but just another challenge. Yeah, I think you know it's an incredible feeling to have the car just moving underneath you and on that limit of grip. And you know, it's yes. it's inevitable. Sometimes you go over, and we try try not to do that. But um, you know, to be able to to almost dance the car and move it along a surface like that is, um, you know, it's, it's a really cool feeling and um, something that's very addictive. Your mother was a very professional and successful uh, navigator. It wasn't for you actually to go for the second seat, was it? You always wanted to be the driver. Yeah, I mean, I grew up with my my mum being a you know four-time Australian champion co-driver. But you know, for me, I really got hooked on the sport when I experienced the sensation of driving. So I've never really explored the, the you know the the route to go down the the navigator's side. I um you know I love driving, and that's. That's the bit that got me hooked on the sport, so that's something that I've always wanted to pursue. But I guess your mother must have been able to help you with an understanding of, as you said earlier in this interview, the relationship between the two of you in the car. That must be very critical to be able to work well with the other person. Yeah, certainly. I mean, I've been very privileged, I think, to to grow up with such a great role model in my mother and also Neil Bates, who she navigates for from a driving perspective. He's, um, you know, like a second father, I guess, and, you know, I've always learned every, everything off him, and um, he's always been there for advice from the driving side as well. So I guess, I, I, you know, I've been lucky to have, to have both of them to, to use as resources when I was starting rallying. You are now a paid-for professional driver. Is there a great relief and a, a sense of being able to enjoy it more now with Subaru? I think, um, you know, it still hasn't sunk in. It just feels pretty surreal. You know, I feel like I've, I've got the best job. <laughs> I've got the best job in the world. It doesn't feel like work, I guess. I mean, there's a lot of effort um, that I put into it, um, so it's not, not necessarily easy, but I absolutely love it. And I think the, the pressure has probably, you know, changed a bit before. It was, the, you know, the pressure of getting the, the budget together and the sponsors and, you know, a great team of volunteers and getting everyone to the events and, and organising everything, um, and now the pressure is, you know, on me to do a job. Um, and you know, there's, we've got a fantastic group around us who have who are putting all their effort into building a fantastic car and and running a great team. And so now I'm, you know, part of this puzzle, you know, and I'm relied on to do a job. So I guess that's a, a different kind of pressure. But um, you know, I'm really enjoying the challenge, and yeah, it just still hasn't sunk in at all. There's an interesting thing of actually working with a team. I believe some sports psychologists have found that rowers in a team of eight 
get a much more great adrenaline rush than the individual rower. It's not as if the individual rower doesn't get a great deal out of it, but as working with a team, it can be incredibly more enhancing for what you get out of it. So from here, where to? You'll, you'll stay in Australia for a while? Yeah, certainly. Um, that's my, my plan for the moment. Um, you know, I'm really enjoying working with the Subaru family um, and you know, hopefully we can keep, keep building on the, the foundation that we've, we've started here and um, you know, I'd love to do some international events as well if the opportunity arises but um, you know, I'm really, really happy with the job we're doing at the moment and um, you know, I certainly want to keep working on that and um, you know, the, to win an Australian Championship is definitely my, my immediate goal which would be lovely. I've enjoyed watching your enthusiasm and skills and I think it's a great contribution to the sport. Molly, thank you very much for your time. Thank you very much. And that's Molly Taylor, who is rallying now for the Subaru team in the Australian Rally Championship, having had a very international experience and continuing it now here at home.